What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Maction. I am your host and former NIU Husky, Mark Scafidi. And the Mac is off to a rough start, let's say, this season. Um, last week, I forgot to mention Brett Gabbert from Miami of Ohio. He was out last week. He's got an injury. Nobody knows when he's coming back. Uh, DJ Irons for Akron got hurt last week at Michigan State, um, the quarterback for the Zips. He, no, there's no timetable on whether he will play. Not that they have a chance this week. I mean, they're Akron's playing Tennessee, so I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. Um, but it's been a rough start for the Mac. Um, literally, this might be the worst season the Mac is having in years. Literally years. Um, it is awful. I mean, the product they're putting out there week after week so far in two weeks is terrible. I mean, they're getting blown out left and right. Last week, there's two FCS losses. Um, it is, it's a low point in the Mac, especially when you consider what the Sun Belt did last week, beating Texas A&M, Nebraska, and Marshall beat Notre Dame. The Sun Belt is crushing the group of five right now, killing it. And the Mac is just getting beaten up week after week so far. Um, let's go through the, the scores. I mean, there's nothing good. La nothing good happened last week. And absolutely nothing. Again, there's nothing that you should brag about. There's no, the Mac put out a, on a Facebook announcement claiming that Miami beat Robert Morris. Well, that's not something you should ever put out. That's not the highlight of any sort of week. Um, if that's the highlight, you don't, don't just forget, forget about it. Don't put that statement out there. There's nothing to be br proud about. You got 12 schools. And that's the win that you're highlighting. No, I'm, I'm just don't put anything out there and just, you know, take the day off. You should not be putting statements out there bragging about beating Robert Morris. I mean, that's just ignore that and move on to the next week. Um, uh, we'll go through the scores. Um, there's no reason to, you know, talk about the blowouts because they're all over. So uh, Kent State, um, I was watching this game. It was... Three to nothing in the second quarter, and then it was seven to three. You're like, wow, Kent State, unbelievable. Um, they're at Oklahoma in Norman. Halftime, it was seven three. This it's a game, and then the third quarter onslaught came, and it's thirty three to three. Real quick, um, Oklahoma took the first half off, and pretty much took the fourth quarter off too. Um, they scored 24 points in the third quarter to just rout the Zips. Um, it's it's tough for the Zips. I mean, they got blown out week one. They're getting blown out here week two. It's tough. I mean, the schedule that they built, they were never going to win these games. But give credit to the Zips for a great first half. I mean, they were up three to nothing when I started watching. And you come back from halftime, and then, wow, boom. You know, game's over. I'm like, wow, that, that really turned around fast in Norman. Um. Michigan State, 52, Akron, 0. Um, you don't score any points, and the other team scores 50-plus. You're like, no chance of winning. Uh, Michigan State took the fourth quarter off. So that was a three-quarter game for the Spartans. They scored all these points in three quarters. Um, I didn't give any Akron really any chance of winning that game, and based on their performance against St. Francis, they had no chance of winning. And they played pretty good in the first quarter. I mean, as good as you can be, down 14, but... Um, they had no chance of winning, unfortunately. Um, Ohio 
going on the road to Happy Valley, getting destroyed by Penn State, 46 to 10. Uh, no chance of winning this game either. Um, not a great week for the Mac, and that's just another one of those awful, awful scores. South Alabama coming up from Mobile to go into Mount Pleasant to take on the Chippewas. Uh, this was a blowout, too, for most of the game. Um, like, South Alabama, they're from the Sun Belt. And they they got, you know, an, another win. Like, the Sun Belt had a huge day. Uh, Central Michigan's 0-2, and they did not look like they could win this game. I get week one, they played Oklahoma State. They looked better there. I mean, they still got blown out, but they looked better. Um, the, the Chippewas, you know, they were never in this game. I mean, it was it was over in the first half. So it's like, give the Jaguars credit. They went into Mount Pleasant and, and really beat the crap out of Central Michigan. So that's a that's a bad loss when you get blown out by another group of five team. Um, there's a win this week, I guess you could call it. Um, I mean, it's an FBS win. I mean, there's two of them. Um, Western Michigan beat Ball State, but I'm not I'm not counting that as a win because that's a MAC win versus another MAC team. So yeah, Western Michigan won the game. Uh, congratulations. Um, but overall, in the grand scheme, it, you know, it was a terrible week. But Western Michigan got a MAC win, which is nice. It doesn't stand out to anybody because Ball State's 0-2. Um, and the rest of the week was so terrible for the MAC that this kind of just blended into, like, you know, it was just like, oh, wow, okay. Nothing nothing stands out about that. But give credit to the Broncos. They're 1-0 in the MAC now. Um, they play Pitt. This week, so their level of competition is going to ramp back up. Pitt's ranked. And they got a big win last year against Pitt. But, you know, beating a MAC team, you can't, you know, brag about that online or you can't say that's a big win because that's a conference win and you're playing non-conference games for the most part right now. So that one I'm not counting. You know, it's a win. You know, down the road it'll matter because it's a conference win. But this week, it's just not a big win because it's a, it's a MAC win. Um Eastern Kentucky, two weeks in a row they played MAC teams. Um, Eastern Kentucky went to seven overtimes. Now, if you didn't watch this one, this was on ESPN Plus. I didn't watch the whole game. I ended up in the fifth overtime, fourth overtime, and on. And Bowling Green is the MAC team. They're the FBS school. If anybody has the depth in this game to win. Uh, that based on strictly the amount of players you have versus the amount of players Eastern Kentucky has, the Bowling Green should have should have outlasted them. But when you get to the I don't know which overtime it was, it's not it's just a two point conversion play, and each team gets one. And I mean, it was so exciting to to watch this because you know it, it one play everybody gets one play. So it's like just taking turns from one play here and one play there. Um, Eastern Kentucky got the win. Seven overtime game. The longest overtime, I believe, is nine. So this tied for like the second longest at seven. But there was like four other games that went this long. Um, Bowling Green, this is a devastating loss. I mean, you got crushed against UCLA. That's fine. But now you're at home and you lost to Eastern Kentucky, who is now one and one in the MAC this season. Um, Give them credit. Uh, they played a, a heck of a game. You know, when you go to seven overtimes, 
at the end of the game, it's who really wants it more, who can execute that one two-point conversion play. And there were plenty of opportunities for Bowling Green to win, and there were plenty of opportunities for Eastern Kentucky to win. They made the plays. They got the W. Congratulations to Eastern Kentucky. Uh, Bowling Green, devastating loss. That's due to 0-2. I don't know where the wins are going to come from this year for Bowling Green. Um, losing your 0-2, you lost to an FCS school. Um, it doesn't get any easier next week. But we have more bad news. Holy Cross beat Buffalo 37-31. And you're just like, come on. This is another FCS school. And these are not FCS schools that are playing North Dakota State in the championship. These are just FCS schools. These are the games you're supposed to win. MAC teams pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to FCS schools, just like every other conference does, for a home game that's a win. These were two losses to FCS schools for the MAC. So not only are there tons of blowouts against the Power Five this season, now there's two FCS losses at home. 37-31, Holy Cross. They're 2-0. This is probably you know a huge win for them. This is a bad loss for Buffalo. It does not help the Max case you know, overall for the season because this is a bad loss. You can't lose these games if you're in the Mac because getting to six wins to a bowl game, these are must-win games. And these two almost have zero chance for a bowl game now unless you're just going to only beat Mac teams which is entirely possible, but who knows? Um, that wasn't great at all. Um, the Bulls should have won that game, but they didn't. And give Holy Cross credit. They were the better team. They won the game. Miami of Ohio. This is the win that the Mac you know, flaunted their flag this week. 31-14 win over Robert Morris. Um, it's a win over an FCS school, and there's nothing, nothing to brag about. You're supposed to win this game. Um, you know, let's, I don't know, just move on. You know, the Mac should never have put out that statement on their what on the Facebook. This is not a win you should be bragging about. So stop that. You know, if this is the only win we have this week, and it kind of really, it wasn't, but don't put out that, you know, statement. Just leave it, just ignore it and don't put anything out. Toledo, 55 over UMass. This is an FBS win over one of the worst <laughs> FBS schools that wins one to Zero games per year. So this is the win that they probably should have highlighted because um, UMass is at least a FBS school. But I wouldn't highlight this either because UMass is awful. Toledo, undefeated. Cool. Next week, it's real. Like this week, it gets real for Toledo. They go into the horseshoe. Um, so yeah, as, as bad as UMass was, you're getting the total opposite this week. So if you can beat this week's team, heck, Mac, put out big ad in every newspaper in the MAC area. Put out a massive announcement that you beat Ohio State. But beating UMass? Yeah, you're supposed to beat UMass because they're terrible. Um, this is another bad loss here. Eastern Michigan on the road at Louisiana in Lafayette, Louisiana. And they got blown out. Now this is another Sunbelt team. Um, the MAC's 0-2 versus the Sunbelt this week. And they lost badly to both of them. Eastern Michigan, I mean, Louisiana is not Louisiana State. That's not LSU. You give up 49 points, 28 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Louisiana was losing at halftime. Losing. They had no points. They scored 49 points in the second half to Eastern Michigan 7. 
it was 14 to nothing at halftime, Eastern Michigan. Second half, buzzsaw hits. Eastern Michigan has no answer. Just 49 points in the second half. I mean, granted, Eastern Michigan scored seven in the third quarter, but it's the buzzsaw came in Eastern Michigan. It's a bad loss. That is a bad loss. Um, there's no other way to put it. I mean, you, you can't get blown out by Sunbelt teams. I mean, if you lose to them, fine. But you weren't even competitive in the second half. Um, that's rough. And the only realistic chance for, you know, if you're going to brag about a win was NIU at Tulsa. And that one did not go well at all. Um, Tulsa won 38-35. NIU basically took the first quarter off. Um, came to life somewhat in the second quarter, but they were down um, 24-7 at, at halftime. And then all of a sudden, NIU comes to life in the third quarter, 14 points uh, in the third and fourth, and they looked really good in the third quarter. Tulsa looked pretty bad in the second half. I'm, I'm you know, I watched the entire game. Tulsa didn't look like a great, they're not a very good team. I mean, they lost last week to Wyoming, and Tulsa looked bad in the the second half of this game. NIU, it, the game came down to one play. It really did. And NIU went for it on fourth. There was about two minutes left, maybe 1.30-ish, something like maybe two, two, two minutes left, somewhere around there. NIU... It's like the 45-yard line of Tulsa. It's fourth down and three or four. I don't think Tulsa had any timeouts. Um, Tulsa wasn't moving the ball in the second half. They were having a hard time. They needed a touchdown. NIU goes for it. Granted, if they would have gotten it, they went for this, it was like a, a jet pass, you know, to the left, the short side of the field, not a lot of room. Rocky Lombardi threw it way too hot. NIU drops it, fourth down. Now, granted, the book and every coach normally would say punt the ball to their 10-yard line. Make Tulsa, they're going to beat you, make them go 90 yards in a minute and a half, minute 25 with no timeouts. Thomas Hammock didn't do it. He went for the win on a play that honestly – it wasn't drawn up very well, and that cost them the game. Um, this was NIU's chance to make a statement win. Group of five, not, I guess the, the American. This would have been like the win that you brag about, beating a team from the American Conference. A missed opportunity um, totally for NIU because their schedule gets harder the next two weeks as well. Um, but gosh, I mean, that, was the, that was the MAC chance right there. Um, but they took the first quarter off completely. They were just not paying attention in the first quarter, just totally not ready to play at kickoff. Um, but that fourth down, that was a tough one because that was the chance to win the game, and it didn't happen. Um, next week, um, this week, I guess, uh, week three of the season, it doesn't get any easier for the MAC teams, everybody. It is not going to be easy again. Nothing, nothing's coming quick. Um, Saturday, Vanderbilt at NIU. This is an SEC team on CBS Sports Network, 2.30. I don't know. I don't know which NIU team is going to show up. 
if the second half team shows up, NIU has a good chance to win this game. But you never know. NIU, who knows what's, what's going to show up. NIU is favored by two and a half points. All right. We'll go with NIU. I mean, this is their chance because the following week they have Kentucky, who's ranked in the top 10 now. Win this game, you're probably going to be 2-2 two and two in non-conference. Lose this game, probably going to be 1-3 and three in non-conference. Um, this is a must win for NIU. No, no doubt about it. If you want any respect at all, you've got to win this game. because Otherwise, you're going to have no quality wins going into the MAC season. Um, Cincinnati at Miami, Ohio. ESPNU, 11 a.m. Cincinnati is favored by 22. I'm not surprised. Miami hasn't beaten anybody. Miami didn't look great against um, Kentucky. Um, I don't know. I, I would pick Cincinnati. If you're a betting person, pick Cincinnati because so far the MAC has not done well um, this season. Go with Cincinnati if you are. This is a rivalry game, too. So these two play every year. Um, but if I'm betting on the game, I'm going to bet Cincinnati. You know, straight up. Um, just take the Bearcats because the Mac so far has shown nothing this year at all. Now, if they win, great, Miami, awesome. But I'm gonna, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm going to take all the favorites from here on out. Um, Long Island University, Kent State, 11 a.m. ESPN three. This is your chance to win. Um, I gotta think this is going to be a win for Kent State. Finally, you know they're going to get a chance to have a game that they can win because next week they're on the road against Georgia. So there's no win there. This is the win. Um, Kent State gonna get a gonna get their first win of the season. Got to gonna feel good because they've been dominated um, so far this season. It's gonna feel nice to actually be able to beat somebody. Uh, noon, ESPN Plus. This is the bad channel. Um, Buffalo, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is favored by fourteen. It's at Coastal Carolina. Buffalo coming off a loss to. Holy Cross, going Coastal Carolina. I have no faith in Buffalo going down there and getting the win. Coastal, Coastal Carolina is a good team. They're 2-0. Buffalo's not a good team so far. They're 0-2. Um, going Coastal Carolina. Bucknell versus Central Michigan. Here's Central Michigan's first chance to get a win. It's at Mount Pleasant. ESPN 3, noon. Um, it's an FCS game. Central Michigan's got to win this. You don't win this, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a rough season. Got to win that one, Triple Oz. Uh, Big 12 Network ESPN Plus, Ohio at Iowa State, uh, 1 p.m. in Iowa, Jack Trice Stadium, Iowa State favored by 18, Ohio, mm, I don't know, not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to pick Iowa State, they just beat Iowa um, in their rivalry game. A Rimac on the road, down down by 18. Yeah, there's a chance Ohio wins the game, but based on what happened last week at Penn State, no, I'm not going to pick the Bob, Bobcats. Sorry. It's not going to happen. I'm going to go Iowa State um, easily on that one, too. I, I don't think it'll be – they'll win probably by 20 points, something like that. Um, Murray State at Ball State, ESPN+. Plus. This is their FCS team game. Ball State's got to win this game. It's a must-win for Ball State, who's 0-2. Murray State's 0-2. Murray State's from Ken Murray, Kentucky, which is not that far away. I mean, it's just south of uh, Indiana. It's really it's in the western side of Kentucky. Probably be some Murray State racer fans there. Um, that's got to be a must-win for Ball State. Uh, Marshall Bowling Green. Well, we just saw what Marshall did to Notre Dame last week. Um, Marshall's favored by 16 and a half. Bowling Green. 
You have looked bad in every game. Marshall looked looked great against Notre Dame. No chance I give Bowling Green to win this game. Uh, even though Marshall's on the road again, I don't give him any chance. Based on how Marshall played against the Irish, um, if you can beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame Stadium, you can beat Bowling Green, who should fall to 0-3. Marshall should improve to 3-0. 6 o'clock, primetime, Toledo at the Horseshoe. Toledo's the best team we have right now in the MAC. They haven't beaten anybody, Long Island and UMass. So we have no idea how good they are. Nobody knows how good Toledo is because they haven't beaten and they haven't played anybody. They're playing the number three ranked Buckeyes. It's a 31 point spread. I don't think Toledo's going to win the game. I, I mean, it's Ohio State, let's be real. But it's going to be a good chance to see what Toledo is. Um, I'm gonna. I mean, Ohio State might win by 45. Who knows? But this is a this is a national showcase for the MAC to put up a good effort. Everybody can get a chance to see what the Rockets and the MAC have because they're the best team so far. But I don't give them much of a chance to win. Um, Ohio State is better at every position than they are, deeper at every position. So that should be a route. I would pick Buckeyes. I don't know if they'll cover the spread. You know, it's 30 points, but Pick the Buckeyes. Um, Akron at Tennessee. This is another blowout. This is a 47-point spread. And let us I'll be honest, this is on ESPN+, Plus, SEC Network+, Plus, so it's on a really you know low-level SEC game. Akron stinks so far. I mean, they're bad. Tennessee is going to crush them. And, you know, nothing, nothing we've seen from Akron makes me think this isn't going to be a, actually a 50-point loss. They might score 20 points, but Tennessee will probably score 70. Um, I don't know. I mean, who knows if Akron can score 20 points on them, or even 15. But if you're betting, I wouldn't bet the spread because that's a lot. 50 points is a lot of points um, to win by. But, you know, it's going to be a huge win either way. I don't know what the actual number will be, but it'll be a big win. Pittsburgh, Western Michigan. Pittsburgh is at Kalamazoo. Pittsburgh's a 10-point favorite. This is the closest. This and the NIU-Vanderbilt game are the closest thing and uh, the Mac's going to get to a realistic win. Pittsburgh's ranked 23rd. They just lost to Tennessee. Western Michigan is 1-1. One one. I don't know. This is, this is a chance. So there's two opportunities. This is ESPNU, Saturday night, 630. This is a chance for the MAC to get another. This is a realistic chance. Akron's got no chance against Tennessee. Toledo probably has no chance against Ohio State. Pittsburgh and Vanderbilt, two best chance MAC wins. Um, if you're going to make a statement, those are the two best chances this week. Uh, Eastern Michigan, late night, Pac-12 Network at Arizona State, twenty point favorites. Uh, pick the Sun Devils because it's going to be hot there. Um, even though it's a night game, it's still going to be like 95 degrees. Um, Eastern Michigan just got blown out in the heat down in Louisiana. This is a totally different heat. That's humidity. This is just desert dry heat. But I'm going to pick Arizona State because nothing about the MAC is showing us we should pick against that. And that is the roundup for the last week. It wasn't good. And I don't think it's going to be good this week. Um, but come back next week. Let's hope that we have better news. Uh, for the season because so far it is terrible. Um, I would like to get it, one of those two realistic wins, but I don't know. We, we might go over again. Um, you know, there might be nothing good to talk about next week. 
But come back. Um, hopefully, we'll have some positive news to talk about. At least one win that that we can you know be proud about. Uh, you are listening to the Believe Sports Network. You can catch us every week talking about the Mac games, and hopefully, we'll have some good news. Right now, it's not, but let's just pray and hope and keep our fingers crossed. Western Michigan or NIU can get a W for the Mac that we can at least talk about and be proud of. We, you know, if you're just going to beat FCS schools, I'm not. I don't want to give any you know credit for that. Those are must-win games. Um, whew. All right, that's. We'll just hope for next week. Um, enjoy the games this week. Uh, they're all. Some of them are on national TV. Easy to catch. And let's hope and keep our fingers crossed that we can get a W to be proud of next week and somebody can raise that Mac pirate flag because so far no one's come even close. Um, I'm Mark Scafidi, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.